वेलकम बैक टू लर्निंग रेडियो पॉडकास्ट दिस इज प्रवीन शर्मा आम अ फैकल्टी एट एमिटी यूनिवर्सिटी इन ताशकंद उजबेकिस्तान दिस पॉडकास्ट सीरीज ऑन लर्निंग रेडियो इज अबाउट कम्युनिकेशन स्किल्स लेसन प्राइमरीली फॉर द स्टूडेंट्स ऑफ एमिटी यूनिवर्सिटी और अंडर ग्रेजुएट कोर्सेज इन अदर यूनिवर्सिटीज ऑफ द वर्ल्ड वेयर वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट कम्युनिकेशन स्किल्स सब्जेक्ट टॉपिक्स This is module number 3 today we have already talked about communication concept listening and nonverbal communication today we are going to start with cross cultural communication in the previous episode you have heard about cross cultural communication meaning and significance definition of culture elements of culture characteristics of culture today we shall have a brief discussion and sharing about language and meaning language and culture culture and context assessing the context and intercultural communication in the professional context while we talk about intercultural communication in the professional context you can easily recall the points that we talked about in significance of cross cultural communication what is the meaning of professionalism for you or what do you understand by the word professional we call people by this title when they are completely no nonsense people they have business in mind their presentation skills are very good they prepare for their work and of course they are in the positions of leadership or they are part of great teams professionalism is about working on your task with complete focus dedication and it is also made of planning i mean anyone who is a professional will be doing a swot analysis like strength weakness opportunity threat anyone who is a professional knows the importance of working sensibly and smartness for them is not just a choice it is something which is their way of working when i'm talking about professional context i mean there is competition there is demand there is accountability and you are responsible to complete some work for example if i am recording these podcasts i understand my responsibility being a professional teacher that i have students who might have missed the lessons or there are some students or learners around the world who wish to learn something about communication skills being a professional means that you have a target you have time management done by you you arrange your resources and you try to complete the process of providing information or creating a product what is a professional context this world is actually having an environment or this world is creating a canvas a landscape it is becoming a world in which professionalism is required so professional context means a professional situation now what is intercultural communication it is exactly the same thing that we were talking about between cultures from one culture you move on to another culture we call it cross cultural communication this is like that you cross the border of one country and you enter into the territory of another country what is the meaning of intercultural communication then the communication which takes place between different cultures is called intercultural communication 
For example, a football match is there, you call it a national match when it is only between the teams which belong to one country, one nation, but the moment a cricket match, a football match, a competition becomes something which has got more than one country, we start calling it intercultural or international. So between nations is internation and between different cultures is intercultural. Intercultural communication does not mean that it has to be international communication. There is a possibility that in the same country there can be people who are having different cultures, I mean different beliefs, different dresses, different food choices, different rituals, traditions, different politics, different thinking about gender roles or other elements that we discussed in the previous episode. So intercultural communication is a communication between two people, two parties which are from two different cultures and they are not just doing this communication for personal advantage or personal use they are doing it for professional purpose so when we do intercultural communication or cross-cultural communication for professional reasons we can call it professional context intercultural communication have you ever heard about uh, emotional intelligence you must have we need emotional intelligence, social intelligence and this world which is global world where you don't know where exactly you will be working in the future, you need cultural intelligence. So intercultural communication in the professional context means the, the exchange of information, ideas and messages between individuals or groups from different cultures at a workplace. I mean. I am working at Amity University in Tashkent. My colleagues are from Uzbekistan. So when we are talking, we need to be conscious about the culture of each other. And at my workplace, if I feel that I should be liked, that I have got some many good friends there, Dr. Ali Sher is there with whom I would discuss Bollywood, Indian food, Uzbek food, and a lot many things. We go for coffee and then we talk about shopping and I learn things from him. Like he's the one who trained me in the correct pronunciation or the almost correct pronunciation of uh, an Uzbek poem when we were recording for the Uzbek language day. So when I'm talking about this, how can I be culturally intelligent that I need to be ready to mix up with them? So my effective intercultural communication at my workplace, in my professional uh, condition, in my professional role will take place when I try to follow these things. And what are these things? Let me give you some ideas to do impressive and good intercultural communication in the professional context, in professional situation. Number one, try to develop cultural intelligence we can call it cq i mean cultural quotient we can call it so remember you can be treated as intelligent you can be treated as someone who's socially very good you become uh, a very nice person people like to talk to you so that will happen only when you understand their culture i mean you should be aware of your own biases also and you should be able to adapt to new communication styles according to the people who come to you so cultural intelligence Intelligence is one thing for intercultural communication. Second is, do not die, I mean, a sad death as a communicator. Avoid stereotypes. So the second tip or the second idea is avoid stereotypes. One of the biggest problems in intercultural communication is when you depend on stereotypes. 
make an effort to see each person as an individual and not as a representation of their entire culture i mean why would you see that okay uh, an indian lady has to be like this an indian man has to be like this an uzbek girl or uzbek boy or, or an uzbek old man or someone from america has to be like this people can be different they can be from different countries and in the same country there can be people who who behave differently so avoid stereotypes have cultural intelligence and also have mindfulness and active listening you can be a very good intercultural communication expert if you apply your mind you do your discussions with your preparation and you try to follow the meanings which are there emotions which are there when people are saying words you know the melodies that we hear sometimes in music there is some more deeper meaning in the things that we do not hear i mean when someone speaks something there is one meaning which is called denotative meaning which is the direct meaning that we understand but there is something which is called connotative meaning or connotations try to hear something and understand something in your listening which is not said by the listener but because you are from a good culture you are culturally intelligent you will understand what they have not said but you have felt it in their listening it will make you a good person in in intercultural communication nonverbal communication touching both your ears with both the hands means sorry or saying that i apologize or sorry i i did it wrong that way but in uzbekistan there are very less people who know this gesture i mean it means we need to know nonverbal communication both ways how to how to say salam how to shake hand i mean more than uh, this gesture and body language we have got copact like kinesics oculusics all these things you should learn about nonverbal communication because different cultures place different degrees of importance on nonverbal hints such as body language gestures and eye contact so you should be aware of these differences and you should adapt your nonverbal communication according to the nonverbal difference nonverbal communication in different cultures also stay sensitive towards language it is not just about uh, correct uh, pronunciation talaffuz talaffuz it is also about the sensitivity that people have the words that you use for example there is one word called beautiful and there is one word which is handsome so we have known this rule in speaking english that we keep handsome for the boy and we keep beautiful for the girl so isn't it a difference i mean that we we should be sensitive towards and one more thing uh, you should have patience you should be having some kind of sabr or you should be having some control on yourself when it is about language so the reason is you may not be fluent in that language that others are speaking so that that understanding will also uh, make you appreciate this thing learn some basic phrases this is another idea to be very good in intercultural communication learn some basic phrases from uh, that language in which you are going or when you're going to deal with the people from that culture i mean you know that for india you will say that aap kaise hain namaste and then for uzbekistan you go with assalam walekum and then you say khush kalipses or you try to say something like you say today is monday so you say bugun monday and then why why would you do this thing there are so many things Uh, phrases means words i would say so when someone will sneeze you simply say sokboli i mean god bless you so how these things are coming to you when you want to get mixed in a culture you, when you are really sensitive and you are really willing you should learn basic phrases one more idea i will say um 
there are certain workshops also you know there may be some organizations some websites or some applications or some people with you at your workplace because in professional context you should train other people if you are the boss or if you are just someone like in a, in, in a team you should ask for some professional workshop some cultural awareness workshops to be good at it be flexible be adaptive give feedback and also ask for clarifications if you feel that there is some doubt in your mind about communication happening between two different cultures reason is like you know encourage open feedback from your colleagues your clients your partners in your professional situation about your communication style this will help you to identify your areas of improvement and of course you know uh, and it shows that you're really committed to have uh, good communication from your side keep some mentors like keep some trainers keep some guides keep some teachers to teach you culture always try to be on the side of making a bridge i mean try to do conflict resolution you know it is better to make a bridge rather than making a wall have patience dear friends this is also an idea for good intercultural communication use technology use those tools that help us not just translator maybe you can take help from some applications you can take help from ai in the future and uh, celebrate diversity when i say celebrate diversity i mean there may be a day when you are meeting people from different cultures don't feel burden of like burden because of burden because of it it is better uh, to celebrate it like embrace diversity in your workplace and celebrate cultural differences recognize that uh, different perspectives different cultures they can actually lead to innovation and growth of the company and study cultural values of different cultures all this will make you a very good inter cultural communicator in the professional context just adding to the same thing in the same lesson language and meaning is also something that you and i should be talking about what is language language is a language i mean which has a grammar that we use to communicate with people what is meaning then meanings are two types as we discussed denotative and connotative meaning same word same gesture may hold different uh, meanings in other languages also other non verbal languages as well so you should be aware that meanings can be different in different languages this will help you to be a good cultural communicator one more term is there in this module which is language and culture now what is language and culture language is a reflection of culture the words that we have in a language they reflect our culture i mean if one language has got many respectful many polite words or it is getting rude words it is getting tough words it is getting long words so it is getting idioms or proverbs or phrases or quotations or adjectives and adverbs it will also speak of the culture of that country that place and language encodes cultural norms values and beliefs and dear friends you know different languages they may express concepts in a different way as well or may not have direct translations for certain words there are certain words in uzbek which have come from russian as as some of the students have told me and there's no uzbek word for that language the same way there's a chance that the word glass i mean in which we take water in india we say glass or like gilas that way because we believe that this word is not actually an english word or hindi word this is our word that we are using so understand this thing and when we are talking about this module there's one more small uh, segment which is written as uh, 
culture and context and assessing the context so how can you do evaluation of the context i would say just have an understanding of cultural social and situational factors which are working there in that communication world i mean cultural social and situational factors be it nonverbal communication be it pronunciation be it uh, the use of proverbs or if you remember communication styles there are different type of communication styles people oriented like content oriented action oriented styles are there so which kind of style people are using which kind of uh, social norms they have it will help you to do an analysis to do an assessment of the context of uh, that particular culture but what will we have after this assessment if you are going to evaluate the context of a culture the situation of a culture what will you get you will get high context culture and low context culture now what is high context culture and what is low context culture let's talk about this before we move on to understand what is high context culture what is low context culture let's understand the meaning of the word context context means a phenomena a situation a condition around some happening for example when you wish someone happy birthday what is the context the purpose the reason the cause the sabab that is the birthday of that person it means there's a context when someone is getting angry on you what can be the context maybe they have misunderstood your message or maybe you have done something wrong i mean the reason behind it so when we are talking about high context culture i mean to say that people give more weightage more importance to the context in high context culture in low context culture they give less importance to context it means context is not that important i mean message communicated in another way will be important so let's talk about countries first japan china and the arab uh, middle eastern countries are on high context culture united states germany australia they are considered low context culture now what are the differences between high and low let us discuss in high context cultures a significant portion of the message is conveyed through nonverbal cues nonverbal communication your shared experiences and the context of communication is very important in high context culture where nonverbal cues nonverbal communication is high what is there in low context then that communication is primarily explicit which is relying heavily on words to convey the message i mean less nonverbal but more words of the language in high context culture people uh, often have strong pre-existing relationships which allow them to rely on shared cultural knowledge and understanding so in high context people have shared cultural knowledge and there is a shared understanding also but what is the thing in low context culture in this feature people from low context culture they often place premium on clarity direct communication and preciseness in communication i mean they need it to be objective focused in low context but in high context they rely on pre-existing relationship more explanations also another feature of high context that we can compare with low context is that communication is indirect 
and the meaning is deeply embedded in the context i mean in high context culture to understand the meaning you need to know that communication is indirect and you have to actually search the meaning i mean careful interpretation should take place in high context culture but what is there in low context culture in terms of this thing that it is not indirect it is direct communication and you can easily understand the meaning of something because it is coming up directly to you why in low context culture communication is task oriented and people also have relationship which is more professional so low context culture which is united states germany canada australia what they have is low context it means their culture is low context culture it means they are more professional more direct in their communication and what about japan china and you can include india as well in it and you can easily count uzbekistan in it that we are high context culture where we give importance to thoughts ideas feelings of people and in high context culture which is not bad i mean we are not saying that high context culture is bad or we are poor and united states is rich in terms of low context culture see politeness and saving face i mean politeness and feeling emotional is something which is high context culture and uh, you do not get into direct confrontation or direct clashes direct conflict direct fight with people in high context culture but low context culture they are very objective if they feel something is wrong they will go and fight against that person that is something that we need to understand now another thing which is different between high context and low context culture is in terms of their communication style high context culture depends on implicit communication and nonverbal com uh, communication and low context culture will put emphasis will emphasize on explicit verbal communication context and relationship is also one factor high context culture will place strong stress on building and maintaining relationships whereas low context culture will give priority will give importance to task oriented communication i mean as a teacher from high context country teaching in a high context country i will feel that my students should feel happy i should not argue with them and i should create a very polite respectful loving relationship with them in which we respect each other and we take care of each other and we think so much of each other but in low context culture there's nothing like it like uh, the the important is thing is task or the assignment i mean we are completely professional in low context culture so all of us need to know that the directness of message non verbal communication politeness the way we communicate i mean communication style all these things are very important in terms of when i'm talking about high context and low context culture there are certain things that you can find uh, through a link which is pacific.edu which is there in the description of this podcast high context culture and low context culture high context people will give so much association to one's identity they will depend on their relationships and the people around them and they will be believing in social structures i mean social institutions be it family be it mahalla neighborhood all these things will be there and in high context 
all relationships are based on trust and they are uh, they are they are building up slowly i mean a good relation in high context culture will be created slowly and it will be stable as well and it is possible for you in a high context culture to differentiate between people who are your own people and you trust them and the people who are outside your circle what about low context now like social structure is completely decentralized i mean people are free families are free it doesn't matter between husband and wife or children or the neighborhood everyone is free to take their decisions in low context culture and in the low context culture the relationships will begin very quickly and they will end very quickly as well and many people can be inside one's circle and circle's boundary is not clear in the low context culture i mean there are no limitations one more feature which is interesting about low context is that things get done by following procedures and paying attention to the goal which is there not by taking care of people which is there in high context culture what about interaction we just talked about association in high context and low context what about interaction segment of high and low context communication in high context they use non verbal communication we talked about and there's one interesting segment here that in high context communication they consider communication as an art form in which you can engage someone you can entertain them and verbal message will be indirect as well and your disagreement with people when you don't like it it will be personalized i mean when you don't like it you try to say it in your own words so that they feel your emotions this this thing is quite interesting but interaction in low context is like they don't use non verbal communication to that extent and their verbal message will be direct as well and for them context is less important than words i mean words are there which are important their message will be direct and they will say what they want to say and communication in low context is not seen as art it is seen just as a way of exchanging information ideas and opinions i mean it just has a function which is its meaning nothing extra and disagreement is depersonalized one can easily withdraw from a conflict with the other person and gets on with the task i mean you don't feel good about something doesn't mean that you will not do that thing it is your professional job you will do it but in high context culture we become too emotional that if you do not like a place where you are working you will leave the work in the professional world where we are learning from the united states mainly like their companies are teaching in uzbekistan and in india as well that task is important and we need to finish our task first one more thing is about space space i mean the territory in high context the space is communal people are community oriented and people are close to each other and they share the same social communal space in high context in low context culture the space is divided into different compartments and they are privately owned i mean privacy is very important and people are divided and no one is going to get into the territory of the other person and say that see i am coming and i will change your lifestyle there is one more thing that thing is about time in high context time is a process it belongs to others and to nature 
what about low context they say time is a commodity and you can spend it you can save it and once time is like if i have 30 minutes these are my 30 minutes so i have to decide what i will do and in low context culture dear friends change is fast in high context change is slow and high context has one more thing very very strange but still very strong that high context culture people or things they are rooted in the past and they are slow to change in low context they are just looking at immediate results or the present as well what about learning how people in high context learn and how people in low context learn the culture or the countries which are high context countries or the culture or the people who are from the low context what is their way of learning accuracy is very important accuracy is valued how well something is learned is very important high context culture you know we give importance to results marks examination competition but low context people low context culture they say that speed is important how efficiently something is learned by you is also important i mean efficiency is important in low context culture high context culture will say that knowledge is part of your situation all the things are connected they are synthesized with each other and all the things are global and you can have multiple sources of information at the same time and thinking in high context is did, uh, deductive i mean what is deductive deductive is that you proceed you move from simple to specific i mean you deduce something like someone is giving you a detailed lesson out of that you take some learning it means from we we go from simple knowledge to specific knowledge we go from easy to difficult i would say in high context what about low context culture learning reality which is a part of knowledge is fragmented and it is divided also they don't treat knowledge as one one box they treat knowledge as segmented divided and it has got its own parts also and one source of information is used to develop knowledge in low context but in high context i just told you that there can be many sources of knowledge thinking is inductive and thinking in low context it moves from specific to journal and focus is on details focus is not on something that we have in high context and in low context learning takes place by taking complete direct directions and explanations of others one more feature in of learning in low context is that an individual orientation is preferred for learning and problem solving i mean to say when we are talking about learning in low context they try to give more importance they try to prefer individual orientation if i am learning they should teach me according to me but what about high context they have got a class of 30 40 50 maybe 100 and everyone is expected to learn the same way i know i'm trying to discourage you from high context cultures but every culture every culture dear friends has got its own good things and of course things which need a change i won't call it bad things so we are going to differentiate between high context and low context culture we are proud indians proud uzbeks proud people from all other countries wherever we are and we are part of that but we should understand that when we are talking to people from different cultures if they are from low context talk the way low context countries or cultures 
expect you to do if they are from high context do not impose your low context culture like america should not impose something on india or india should not impose something on americans the moment you do there is a clash unfortunately the world is in a constant clash these days of culture of politics and all these things can be controlled if we try to understand culture in a better way thank you so much for listening you can easily search difference between high context culture and low context culture on internet in this module the most interesting and the most significant the question which deserves to come in examination is high context culture and low context culture don't miss anything from the module all the best we shall meet again for the next module which are two actually effective speaking as well as presentation so we will be moving on to module number 4 and module number 6 together hand in hand and learn it in the future episodes thank you so much keep learning